Broadcasting across the galaxy, you're listening to Radio Dakar, a Star Wars podcast dedicated to the animated series Star Wars Resistance. All right, hello everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of Radio Dakar. I'm your host, Doug Brooks, and I've got my live studio audience with me today. And uh, the kitties are mingling for some reason. Uh, but today we're talking about Star Wars Resistance, Episode 12, Dangerous Business. And this was the lighthearted, fun episode I thought we were going to get last week with Bebo. But that one turned out to um, have some more heart to it. And also with all that foreshadowing that I think was going on. But Dangerous Business was the fun, uh, crazy episode uh, with lots of stuff I plan to talk about uh, that cracked me up and just had me had me rolling. Um, but important information about the First Order going forward. We'll get to that. Um, but I'm going to jump right into it. Um, first shot, um, again, I always like to mention how beautiful the Colossus looks and the art. Uh, you've got the Spiegels, now that they have a name, uh, flying towards the Colossus at dawn. And I like that it's kind of a precursor to the shot we know is coming from the trailer where it's the TIE Fighters flying towards the Colossus. So, yeah, it, it, just a reminder that there's this temporary peace and tranquility at the station, but that's about to end. Um, but for now, you know, they get that peaceful moment early in the morning. And uh, we see, um, you know, they're going to get an early start at Uyghur's garage, but Kaz has already has the parts and is working on the fireball. And they even mention it, but Kaz is getting better as a mechanic for his cover story. And that's good to see that it's not just been about uh, the spying and, you know, building the relationships on the station. Yeah, uh, Kaz is uh, getting pretty good at putting things together, so good for him. Uh, even though he did put in a part wrong, but as far as we as far as we know, Tam got to take the fireball out that afternoon. We didn't get to see it though. Actually, well, that, I just thought of that. That would have been a great shot. Like you see, Tam finally getting to, f unless we're, we're going to get a payoff later. Uh, you know, Tam out there just joy riding, enjoying the fireball, and then seeing the transport ship uh, in flames later on. That would have been cool, but hopefully, even though I have my suspicions about Tam, of course, um, hopefully we will uh, see her fly the fireball this season. Yeah, it, you know, it kind of occurred to me. I'm really had, you know, putting all my eggs in the basket at this point with my belief that Tam is the First Order spy. And if that turns out not to be true, then all my old episode reviews are kind of void in some cases. I mean, they're not totally, but just where I went with, you know, my thoughts and my discussion. But I, f I still feel that strongly about it. Uh, so we'll see. But, you know, we just get that little bit of uh, Tam and Niku and Yeager at the beginning. But it was a really, really nice scene. And then <laughs> uh, Niku, um, when he finds out that Kaz is going to work yeah. yeah are, 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 you are you playing nice with the kitties, sir? Yeah. Yeah, they're just hanging out. I just fed them, so they should be good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, and then when they find out that Kaz, uh, you know, got the parts and he's going to pay Flix and Orca back by watching the store, um, you know, Niku has the great line, well, while you're there, try not to blow it up. Um, and then uh, Tam remarks that he's finally got a sense of humor, and he was like, no, I was serious. His, that Josh Brenner's delivery was just awesome. And you can tell that he was totally serious, that he really thinks that Kaz would blow it up. Um, so, nice little scene with everybody before we get into the other part of the action. Um, so, it turns out that Flix and Orca uh, are going to see uh, Flix's mother. So, of course, now, the, you know, people have been thinking, does that mean they're a couple? <laughs> that they're, you know, going together to see his mom? I don't know. Maybe. I, 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 I'm fine with it. It'd be interesting if they got away with a same gender um, a relationship and the, kind of the icebreaker and visual media. They've had them in the books. Um, yeah, they're in several places, so you can find those in the new canon. I mean, it's it's something that's being addressed. Um, but it'd be funny if they put out the first um, same-sex couple with uh, an interspecies deal. Um, you know, it, not as blatant as, uh, you know, Finn and Poe, if you know, that turns out to be the case. Um, so, yeah, the, the mother line was uh, just funny. Um, now, the whole next scene, you know, you know, they, um, I have off and on had a retail career for 20 years. I've worked in you know, sales and different aspects of it. I, wor I worked for Target for, for a very long time. And, um, you know, I, I've done, like, commission-based sales where you really need to, you know, try to try to build that sale. Um, so I am, you know, that, that's, that's been my, my life. Um, so the fact they, maybe for the first time, had adventures in retail in Star Wars... Uh, was just very personal and made me laugh the whole time because I, I know where Kaz is coming from on this and um, you know the, the customer is always right deal I, I'm seriously going to write that out and then with a copy a picture of Flix and Work and post that at work um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'll have it committed to, to heart at some uh, to memory at some point <clears throat> um, yeah no, the customer's not always right, though. Um, oh, what, what movie was it? Um, oh, Mallrats, uh, where Ben Affleck's character was like, uh, the customer's always right, huh? No, the customer's always an asshole. Uh, uh, truthfully, though, I I think... and I'm, I'm going to see if the boys you know, will go along with this. I think everybody should work in retail at least once, just so you can be on the other side of the counter with this stuff that... Yeah, you know, you have to deal with and the different types of personalities you, you encounter in life. Um, you know, you, you go through that and the volume kind of gets turned down on everything else in life. You know, the only time I ever thought I was going to get punched by a customer was when I couldn't um, give him uh, cash back on the check he wrote for a pair of jeans because the check hadn't cleared yet. So I had to get, try to give him store credit, but he wasn't he wasn't having that. <laughs> I, I know, it wasn't a nice situation. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so just uh, some personal side notes about me and my retail experience. Uh, 
just because you know the, this scene hit hit home and and then Jukes uh, shows up to get some droid uh, some droid oil and um, you know making that sell you know and she's she's in a hurry you know I, I know about any of the impatient customers and all that and um, you know just making sure you get the right right item and you know, thankfully BB-8 was there to help and then Cass is all proud of his first sell of the day yeah I know all about that. And then uh, our villain of the episode, Taraj Key, uh, shows up. Which, by the way, um, I, can't, I didn't write down a species, but Bucket's List uh, mentions that he's based on a character they designed for Canto Bite in The Last Jedi. So uh, it's not the very first time we've seen this species, but it, it's cool that they've, um, you know, based off somebody who's been uh, on screen recently. And. If you go on Bucket's List, they have a picture so you can see what he would look like in live action. So that was neat. So, you know, Tarash Key, he's there saying he he placed this order weeks ago and it should be in by now. And I, yes, I know about people like that. It's like, I I ordered it. Why isn't he here? In, in here? You know, they, don't, they, won't take, they won't take no for an answer or, you know, any mistakes. Um, now, you know, Kaz mentions, you know, they... Um, they did order one in, and they obviously have one. Um, I wonder, you know, what was that company going to do with it? Was it like a true mining purpose? Because obviously Taraj was, you know, doing it as a cover for the first order. Uh, yeah, oh, you're happy in your horsey, good. Um, this is going to be a very lighthearted episode. Um, I was going to have my co-host do it with me, because uh, there were some things he liked about it, but... Um, it's it's past bedtime, so I'm trying to get this one wound down. So we're gonna and and really from the episode synopses that have been coming out, I, I tweeted a link to them um, in case you want to you know read that. And from what we saw in the trailer, I mean th this show is gonna get pretty serious in a hurry. Uh, there's not that many episodes left before the end of the season. Um, so yeah, just sit back and enjoy you know me just cutting cutting loose on this episode. Um, I mean, like I said, it's not that much serious stuff to talk about. It's just about the hijinks and, um, you know, just, just building on pers personal experience in this one. Um, and then, you know, whether he planned it or not, uh, Taraj Key, you know, when Bitey bites him, and I'll get to Bitey. Uh, he's a whole other phenomenon. Uh, you, know, you know, when he gets bit and, you know, he's been... He's, you know, the customer has been severely inconvenienced, so, you know, he, he says, well, I need this other stuff. Obviously, he's using it as a cover so that he can get Kaz out of the shop, and then um, he can steal the face... Did I even write down the name of the machine? Uh, face connector, yeah, that was it. Just blanked. I watched, I watched the episode for notes this morning. Um, so, you know, he needs, needs to be able to steal it, so he... So, comes up with this shipment off the top of his head for Cass to take to the docks. Cass is like, I'm building the cell. This is good. Yes, I know about that. It's like, oh, I, I, believe it or not, I actually sold suits at Dillard's. That was my first retail job. Um, so, you know, I kind of got thrown into it. So, oh, you're getting a suit? Well, you need a dress shirt. Well, you need a tie. You know, you need a belt, socks. Uh, I couldn't sell them shoes. That was a different department. Uh, so yeah, 
I related so much to Kaz in this episode, it's not even funny. Uh, okay, so building the cell, you know, to get him out of there. And... You know, in Kaz, you know, he's he's in that mode. He's looking for clues, you know, for, for the real reason he's there. So, um, you know, he noticed, he tells BBA that Taraj Key seems shady, and yeah, he does. Um, so, I mean, m moving along, you know, it's a pretty, pretty well-paced episode, too. Um, before I forget, Eugene Son uh, wrote this one. Uh, it's not his, uh, not his first time on an episode of Resistance. And, I mean, he, he did, he did a great job. I, I like this episode a lot. Um, like I say, it's just lighthearted, and, you know, you just get to sit back, sit back and enjoy it. Um, so, you know, pretty quickly we get move, you know, Kaz takes, uh, the, the shipment to... To the loading docks, and um, of course Taraj did that to just get rid of them. So he locks them in the crate and has the uh, the Rodian, you know, tells him to get rid of it, so he can go back and rob acquisitions. Um, now the Rodian cracked me up because I mean he's jamming out to the music on, you know, this playing in the loading docks, and I mentioned it um, on Fuel for the Fire. I mentioned it. Uh, I cannot, uh, yeah, I cannot remember what I would, uh, uh, this is like the third time, though, that, um, there's been background music, like, as if somebody's playing the radio, or, you know, playing, um, you know, a tape deck or something, <laughs> tape deck, iPod, I'm, I'm in my 40s, it's a tape deck still, um, Walkman, yeah, uh, but, I mean, that makes, uh, you know, this, this world so real, um, and and again, that was one of my favorite things about Rebels, was that one scene on Adalon where um, Zeb and Ezra are just sitting there listening to rock music. That you know that thing do, that sort of thing does exist in this galaxy, and so you know at this point you know you got people in the garage listening to music while they work, and I and I think that's awesome. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not sure if that was Michael Tavera's decision or uh, Brandon Almond, Justin Ridge, you know, one of, the, one of the producers. They're like, hey, put this in there. But to whoever made the decision to have music playing at work, just great job. That added that real touch to this to this little corner of the galaxy on the Colossus. So, yeah, the Rodian's just jamming out, and he's about to sing Cast to his doom. Now. <clears throat> back to acquisitions, we get BB-8 in action, you know, trying to fight off uh, Taraj Key, keep him from stealing the face connector. This is after uh, BB-8 had to, uh, you know, take Bitey down with his shock action. But, you know, you get to see BB-8 do some really cool stuff, like, you know, we've seen his uh, grappling wires uh, when he was trying to stabilize himself in the Falcon on Jakku, but he uses it uh, to, you know, swing himself at uh, Taraj, like Indiana Jones style. Um, yeah, I was trying to yeah, yeah, see if I there was a musical cue right there that Michael put in that I was wondering if it was an homage to anything, but I couldn't exactly nail it down. But yeah, it had a very Indiana Jones moment to it when he's swinging, and um, you know, he's like trying to punch him with his uh, little you know service wires or service arms inside. So it's cool to see BB-8 in you know getting that physical with somebody 
uh, of course he gets trapped. Um, now I thought I, I think we're only if I read the episode synopses right, I think we've only got maybe three episodes of BB-8 left on the season because I mean we know he has to join up with Poe at some point. And as I mentioned when I did the trailer review uh, for the mid-season trailer. There's that one shot where BB-8 and CB-23 like pass each other in space and it looks like they're trying to reach out to each other. Well, I don't think that's anything perilous. I think that's when they switch ships and CB-23 joins up with Kaz and BB-8 joins up with Poe so that we can get to The Force Awakens because we know Poe and BB-8 have to be together in that movie. So I think uh, you know we're, we're about to lose BB-8 off the show. So this was one chance to give him a nice little action piece. And then uh, we'll, we'll probably have CB-23 the rest of the season. So, yeah, just re really fun scene. Now, so we got Kaz trying to make his way out of the crate before uh, Mr. Jam and Rodia, Rodian uh, drops him. And credit to... Um, Guest in front of the show, Jonah Marie Macias, for uh, calling uh, Kaz MacGyver in this uh, in this scene because you know he, he's got those parts that he brought, including a focusing lens uh, or magnifying lens, yeah, probably either one. Um, you know he's got all this in the crate with him, and he's got to get that lock off so he can escape. So he realizes that he can use a, like a welding torch or a blowtorch or whatever, um, focus it through the lens and burn out the lock. And, you know, she said, you yeah, good MacGyver work right there. <laughs> and then, um, and she mentioned us on her cultural, uh, cultural, that's a, that's a probiotic, if you're ever wondering, um, Culturess, yes, you should, uh, you should be following that account if, if you love the show, because, uh, she puts up a, a weekly review and always has great insight. Um, so she mentioned that, and then I thought, well, I never really watched MacGyver, but I do like MacGruber, uh, the Saturday Night Live sketch. And knowing how Kaz is kind of a screw-up, I think MacGruber might be a little more appropriate. So, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not singing it, but, you know, I had the, the MacGruber theme song in my head uh, when I, I was thinking about what Kaz was doing. You know, because he gets it open, and then almost instantly the crate drops. Uh, you know, you see it splash down. Oh, buddy, you drink, did you drink it too fast? Yeah. Um, but then, you know, we find out that Kaz was hanging on to the release clamp. And then with the great, ex the great exchange with him and the Rodian. What do you, you okay? He's not dying, I promise. He, he yeah. You just, you, you just do that after you have a drink, I know. Oh, yeah, you're smiling, you love it. Ah. Well, finish it up and we'll go, and you can go to bed after this, buddy. Um, you know, the, well, okay, so back to the scene. Um, what are you doing up there? What are you doing down there? I'm working. Well, I'm w working up here. So get back to work. <laughs> Man, that uh, that might be one of my favorite scenes of the season, honestly, for for the humor uh, of it. Uh, man, that was fun. Um, so then. Uh, action keeps moving along. Uh, Taraj uh, is getting the face connector loaded onto this um, transport ship, so Kaz sneaks aboard. And then he finds out they're stormtroopers, and that um, you know he's working for the First Order to get this equipment, which he doesn't yet know what it, know what it's for. 
Um, oh, and uh, if you look in the um, the voice cast list at the end of the episode, uh, Bobby Bobby Moynihan played one of the stormtroopers, and I I keep thinking it's got to be the same stormtrooper he played on um, Undercover Boss, uh, Starkiller Base, um, again on Saturday Night Live. Um, yeah, that that would be funny. Plus, that means he's he's already got his own action figure. Um, yeah, he. As my, I, we got to have Flix and Orca as a two-pack. They've got the Hasbro has to do that. But hey, I've got two. Uh, I've got two stormtroopers uh, here uh, for him to play with, and one of those is Bobby's character. Yes. Uh, you know, he's the one who called Kylo Ren a punk bitch. Um. All right. So the first order is on the ship. Now, let's talk about Bidey. Um, I mean, we, we know that Flix and Orca had a pet Gorg. We've seen him before. We've seen Gorgs, but never one this focused. I love Bidey. I'm glad that he survived the episode. I uh, hope we get more of him. Um, I want to plush Bidey. It's just so freaking cute. I, I, do, I do think it's... Um, I, it, it's funny that all the cute... All the cute are... You know the pets on the show. Their names start with a B. It's kind of like the Luke, Lando, Leia thing. It's um, Bitey, Bebo, and Buggles. Um, so yeah, let's get them all. We need, we need these in our homes. Um, it, it'd be funny if it was like a, you know a nice plush Buggles and then a, you know a cute little a cute little Bitey and then um, just uh, <laughs> Just like this leathery, kind of foul-smelling Bebo. I'd buy it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Bitey just... You know, nothing that... Uh, nothing that really defied... Like, the laws of physics or anything. I mean, he's got sharp teeth. He can... You know, he likes to bite stuff. I mean, he... You know, just because he bit into an electrical panel doesn't mean he's going to get electrocuted and die. And he's small, so he can fit through small places. So, oh, what's the deal, buddy? Oh, yeah. Are we teething, too? I tell you. I, I, growing up is so hard. I know. Well, I'm... Oh, I know. I know. You heard me talking about teeth. And, yeah, you heard me talking about Bitey's teeth. And now, now you're like, I... Well... well. <laughs> yeah, he's jealous, obviously. He's like, I've got teeth. I could probably bite through an electrical conduit. Hey... I'm glad you like, at least you like adult food, dude. You had a falafel today, so good for you. Um, so anyway, yeah, but just I love Bidey. Um, now, I've been trying to get an answer. Uh, nobody has said anything. I want to know if Bidey was, I mean, it, it makes sense. It's, it's a creature that bites. But, you know, I want to know, did anybody name him after The Simpsons? Because it was the, um, the monorail episode. It's a very famous episode of The Simpsons where Homer was selected to be the you know, the driver of the monorail, and then, uh, I don't know if that burp came across on radio or not, but somebody just enjoyed their, their, their drink. Anyway, I, hey, it's a lighthearted episode, I warned you. Um, and then Homer, um, you know, brings Marge and the kids on to see what he does for a job now. In one of his many jobs other than the power plant. And, um, you know, they open up the, the, the cabinet or the closet, and there's a family of possums. And they're like, ooh. And then Homer's like, I, I, I called the big one bitey. Um, 
yeah, so I've, I've had that joke in my mind for years ever since that episode came out. So as soon as I found out that was the actual name of their Gorg, I just lost it. I thought that was that is so funny. Please let it be a Simpsons reference. Simpsons, uh, you know, they, they start everything. All right. Okay, we're all, we're I know we're almost done, Mr. Chatty. Yeah. Um. Now, once. <laughs> now, once Bitey, um, you know, causes havoc and the ship's starting to crash, and you know it's losing. Now, you're just gonna make this part. You're just gonna make this part unrecordable. I want you to know that. And I don't feel like editing tonight. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll let you in on a secret, folks. I. I I do edit, I do edit some, some little tantrums out, yeah, usually, yeah, if you have a fit, usually I will have to just stop it and back it up a little bit and then repeat what I just said, that's right, yeah, Where, where's your, yeah, yeah, you had a pet iguana around here somewhere, here, here's a plush narwhal to play with, there you go, alright, uh, back to the show, um, so, once the, uh, you know, the transport, uh, you know, starts to head towards the water and it's slanting. Um, you know, I guess it, because they're, you know, they're still on Castellan and natural gravity is taking effect. I love the, the effect of all the crates on the ship sliding and, you know, coming together so the Kaz had a true obstacle course to get out of. Um, yeah, it just made for a nice effect, extra drama. Um... Yeah, so the the whole you know the whole escape from the ship was pretty cool. Now, I give them credit. Whoever here's the narwhal back. Whoever came up with the trailer, whoever cut that together, good job to them for kind of fooling us. Because I think I even mentioned it on the review when that one shot of, I mean, we saw it a big uh, freighter with smoke billowing out of it, appearing to, uh, you know, being on its way to crashing somewhere on Castellan. So you think, oh, um, you know, it, it, it's a transport there that's bringing essential supplies to the station, and it just got attacked by the pirates or by the First Order, and, um, you know, it's a really dire situation. And then it turns out it's in this episode where Kaz... Yeah, I'm talking. Hey. I'm talking, mister. Yeah, I'm talking. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm tickling you, sir. Um, oh, here we go. Here, take the narwhal. Oh, <laughs> oh no narwhal for you. Um, yeah, so it was in this episode, and it turns out that Kaz and Bitey brought the ship down. So, nice little swerve there. Um, you know, it, was, it wasn't as, you know, like, dire and perilous as we thought. Um, and then the, the effect of, you know, because I'm guessing the face connector caused the explosion, but, um, the fact, you know, the shot of the ship going into the water and then immediately exploding and then the, the big, big water bubble coming up, that was a beautiful effect. So kudos, kudos to Amy Beth Christensen, her team, um, you know, whoever animated that one, just beautiful. Again, they get so much quality work out of a show set on an ocean planet with one building. I think that's the most underrated cool thing about the show. Is, with, you know, few off-world exceptions, it's a single 
location show and they get a lot of variety out of it so just thumbs up uh, let's see so um, you know Terra's key and the stormtroopers escape um, you know commander Pyre's made aware of the situation that'll come into play later I bet we see maybe we'll see Terra's key later um, so Kaz and Bitey you know make it back heroes of the resistance yeah I'm almost done I'm almost done ah I know don't don't you cry yourself silly sir Maybe if this show goes on long enough, I'll, and he gets, you know, when he's able to talk, I'll have him as my co-host one day. And then we'll, then we'll really have some fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. So, okay, yeah, so the face connector, as we find out, is for, like, uh, drilling asteroids, uh, cracking them open. You know, for mining purposes, but... Yeah, I gotta think... This has something to do with um, the mission that Kaz and Poe are going to go on. Um, in uh, might be in just a few episodes, um, where those with those destroyed planetoids. You know, you thought it might be, might have been a test fire for Starkiller Base because they're in a system without a star, which obviously they loaded. You know, they fueled up, so to say. There, uh, but maybe the face connector is for that. So we'll see. <clears throat> so anyway. More for Kaz to report back on. And, you know, gives them clues as to what they're looking for. So, you know, even though he, you know, MacGruber's his way th through some adventures, Kaz is, he's, he's being effective. He's getting the information for the Resistance. Good job, Kaz. Now, um, now I, I re reviewed them on my, the mid-season review episode. Um, if you haven't watched the shorts that are on the Disney Now app and I think YouTube, uh, please go back and watch those. They're like a minute each. And the, the best ones, I think, on are the ones that focus on Flix and Orca. Um, and you find out they have a nasty streak. They will do some cruel stuff to you if you, you know, try to make off of the merchandise. That continues here. So it's a nice continuation um, when they find out that Kaz, you know, brought down an entire ship just to protect a cell uh, they, they they gave their approval so yeah they are nasty guys <laughs> um, but we love them you know they, they can be they can be a couple all they want if they continue to do that and you know and they're going to hold Kaz to the fact that you know he yes he had the big you know I think Taraj did pay him so you know all the stuff that went down in the crate was paid for, but, you know, the, the shop's a wreck, and the face con uh, connector was lost, so Kaz is, he's going to be working at acquisitions to pay off his debt for a while. For, yeah, I was, I was in the middle of a point, sir. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I don't know if we're going to, you know, they'll show that, maybe just, you know, there'd be a good cold open in maybe a couple episodes, like you still see Kaz at acquisitions working off his debt. But that's the whole episode. Um, thank you for putting up with me tonight. Uh, put up with my uh, my audience. I know you're just you, you should, well. You took a nap late. That's what happened. And um, you know, yeah. The reason I brought you down here to record is because you what you you know your your brother was sleeping and you wanted to crawl on him. So that's not cool. 
Yeah, I'm calling you out on, on live radio, sir. All right, we're done. All right, I know. Let's let's go up, let's go upstairs and get some bed, get some sleep. Okay. So anyway, uh, thank you all for joining me for this uh, really fun um, episode. Um, now, uh, the preview. Yeah, Star Wars uh, tweeted out. I I know. Let me finish my. Let me let me tell them about next week and then we're done. Okay. Um, Star Wars tweeted out a clip from next week. Uh, it's yeah, the show's gonna get serious after this. So, um, a lot more focused, a lot more talking about plot and everything next week. But the the fun ep- the fun episode's over, buddy. All right, we're gonna relax now. All right, thank you all for listening. Uh, uh, you can find me on social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Radio Dakar R A D I O D Q A R. Uh, all the podcast episodes are up on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, if you want to go back and listen to uh, any of the uh, summary reviews, any particular episode reviews, uh, plenty more material coming down the pike. Um, but thank you all for listening. We're gonna we're gonna uh, get this episode uploaded and get some sleep. And until next time, may the force be with you. <laughs>